Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Pride, and I trust you will be blessed by what you hear. May God impart his knowledge, reveal his understanding, and give you his wisdom as you live the wisdom of God. The first segment he's put on my heart to share with you is entitled, Faith Without Works is Dead. And you've, you all have heard this, this before. Uh, it's in scripture, and I'm going to quote a couple of scriptures here in a minute, but I think it's going to be new revelation. I'm constantly asking God to give me new revelation to give to you all. New understanding that will change your lives. And get ready. Pay attention, please, because uh, what God's given me here is for you. Expectancy is a vital part of faith in action. Faith moving, faith moving, faith in action. Expectancy is a vital part of faith actually occurring. There is no surprise in expectancy. When you believe for something, you should be expecting it with no doubts. That's part of faith in action. And there should be no surprise when it occurs. Manifestation will follow your expectancy. Because how many things have we believed for in the years past that never occurred, that never manifested, and we wondered why? And we sometimes perhaps even doubted God or doubted our faith, or maybe we're not doing something right. But manifestation will actually follow your expectancy. The signs, the wonders, and miracles will actually follow. Faith without works is dead. It's in James 2.26 in the New King James Version. It says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith, or by itself, faith by itself without works is dead also. We've read that many times, heard it many times. James 2.17 says, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Now, what do those things mean? I'm gonna, I prayed to ask God that last night, night before. And here's what he shared. Now, the word faith in the Greek here means deep belief and assurance, which is full confidence freedom from doubt. The word works here means an effort to produce something or to accomplish something. Whose effort? Your effort. Your effort. The word works here means your effort to produce something or to accomplish something. And the word dead here is used figuratively. Not mean a dead corpse or body, It means it figuratively here and means no longer functioning or being productive. Other words, it's unproductive or getting no results. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) That occurs in lots of people's lives. They pray, believe for something, and nothing happens. They're not getting the results. It's dead. So we can say this, say it this way. We must add our efforts to what we are exercising our faith for in order to obtain the results we are believing for. Did y'all get that? I'm going to repeat it. We must add our efforts, your efforts. I'm going to give you a couple examples here in a minute, and you'll see. We must add our efforts to what we are exercising our faith for. It cannot be just exercising faith and sitting and waiting for God to deliver. That's why it hasn't delivered. That's why it hasn't manifested, because we're not adding our efforts. We're a little confused in this area, because so we're thinking, I'm going to believe harder this time. 
I'm going to do my part and believe. It's not just believe and receive. It's believe in your efforts. And with your efforts and exercising your faith, then you will obtain the results you're believing for. But here's an example. Let's say I'm believing for a job, a new job. But yet I sit at home waiting for someone to call me. I'm believing every day. Night and day I'm praying and believing. But I'm not doing anything. My efforts is nothing. So instead, instead of doing that, let's say I'm believing for a job and I'm actively seeking employment by searching the computer, one ads, going out and interviewing, networking with others, going to job fairs relentlessly, committed to not giving up regardless until I get a job. I'm determined. Now, if I do that, I'm putting forth my efforts. And you'll see what you're believing for will come to pass. I would get a job. But if I just believe and believe and believe and sit and sit and sit, it's not going to happen. And that's what a lot of people do, not knowing. While I am exerting my efforts, I am thanking God for directing me and giving me favor, asking the Holy Spirit specifically. Now, who do I go talk to today, Holy Spirit, and where do I go? What do I do? And he'll tell you, just like James referred to a while ago. He'll tell you in a short period of time, in 30 seconds, he mentioned And he'll give you a direction. And then you immediately follow up on that and obey. And you'll see results. Your unwavering faith in God helping you. Plus, this is a math, not a problem, but a solution actually. Your unwavering faith in God helping you. Plus, your relentless efforts to obtain will cause to manifest the result you're believing for. Did y'all get that? That's good. I'm going to repeat it. Your unwavering faith in God helping you, plus your relentless efforts to obtain it, will cause, that combination, will cause to manifest the result you're believing for. That's the result. Now, you could also do it this way. People of the world particularly, they don't include God at all. They think they're going to go out and do all these things themselves and, and get a job and a lot of times that doesn't work either. And or they get the wrong job and they're unhappy. But see, if you, if you believe God for something and then you go put forth the efforts, you'll get the right job that he has for you. Let's give another example pertaining to healing. A person is having uh, issues within their body as a result of abusing their body, let's say for, with alcohol or you can name cigarettes, drugs, whatever, for an extended period of time. They prayed and believed God for their healing. However... Their efforts did not coincide with their faith. They refused to take care of their body by eating healthy and exercising and stop putting harmful things in their body. They were not putting forth their required efforts in order for the answer they were believing for to manifest. You see that? This all came alive to me as well. I'm preaching to myself at the same time. So faith without your efforts is unproductive. Faith without your efforts is unproductive. We can also say that this way. Faith with your efforts is productive. There we go. Faith with your efforts is productive, or other words, gets results. Gets your prayers that you're believing for answered. Don't we? That's what we're wanting, isn't it? The, the bottom line is we want results. Thank you, Father. This next segment is, we're going to talk a little bit about practical 
things uh, in a couple segments here. Uh, last week, I've mentioned a few things about credit cards and things, and some people thanked me for it and said that really helped them, talking about practical applications of wisdom and finances. And uh, this one's called Changing the Way You Think About Debt and Acting Upon It Will Cause You to Become Debt-Free. Changing the way you think. James alluded to that. Changing the way you think about debt and acting upon it, you have to do both, will cause you to become debt-free. Let's talk about credit cards. How do you improve your... I mentioned last week, and I failed to do this because I got sidetracked, about improving your credit score, which is important. Some people have no knowledge of this whatsoever. And, uh, but I'll, I'll give you a few tips to, to how to do that. Try to keep the balance owed on your credit cards during the month not to be higher than 30% of your credit line. This is highly affects your credit score. Let's, I'll give you an example. Let's, let's say if you had a $10,000 line of credit, then keep your balance no higher than $3,000. We'll say, well, how do you do that? Well, you can pay online through, with a computer or even on your phone. I do this all the time. Let's say, for example, if I saw my balance or if I had a line of credit of 10000 and I saw it and, and I want to keep it to three and I see that the, the balance gets up to be $5,000, then I'll go ahead and pay maybe $3,000 on it to get that balance back down to below that 30%. See, they, they check that all the time whenever they update your credit scores. And when they, what they're getting at is they want to see you responsible enough to keep that paid down. And that, that you're not over leveraged. If they see that, you're a great credit risk and your credit score goes up. And that's what you want because it affects uh, other loans, home loans, car loans, student loans, everything. And you would pay a lot less money, a lot lower interest rate if you have a good credit score. Uh, now, you want to limit the hard credit checks. Now, the hard credit checks versus soft credit checks. The hard ones are like applications for a credit card or a car loan or a home loan. Those are hard credit checks. Those are moderately or to highly affect your score. Uh, you can have one or two, like if you're applying for a credit card, one or two. And then after, it'll cause your credit score to go down just slightly, but just temporarily. For over, after a couple months, they understand, you, okay, you got your credit card and or uh, or you didn't or whatever but it's not going to affect it permanently just for two or three months and then it'll it'll come back up now soft credit checks that is if you check your own credit scores through the main three main companies that that check them it doesn't affect your score at all you can check it all you want to as often as you want to and you probably should be in, involved and be uh, informed i'm going to uh, give you a a reference here in just a moment that'll help you if you can manage more than one source of, of credit, that credit cards, and I'm not condoning you get a credit card if you're not able to be, keep them paid off. I, I have credit card, and, and I, I have it paid off every single month. If I did not, I wouldn't have them. The reason is it's the highest form of financing alone that there is, 20% plus on some of them. And so uh, I use it as convenience as also getting cash back and frequent flyer miles and and I've got lots of those and take my family on vacations and, you know, at no cost flying. Uh, I just got a credit card recently, actually, and uh, got uh, $300 back cash. And then I just saw last night, it was another $100 accumulated. I just apply that to the balance, credit card balance. You know, it just keeps uh, adding up. Uh, just using wisdom in those areas. And I, but I don't have any uh, annual fees. Make sure you don't have any annual fees because that eats up some of the benefit you're getting. 
So uh, if you can manage more than one source of credit, like credit cards, student loan payments, some of you have a lot of some of these already, car payments, house payments, because multiple sources of credit reporting uh, a history of payments, if, uh, how you've been making your payments, increases your score as long as you're making them on time. And so, in other words, I used to have just one credit card. And I didn't, this is before I knew about the credit scores. I only had one credit card, and I checked my credit score, and I thought, why isn't it higher than it is? And so I found out that they want to see multiple sources of credit, not just one. I had a huge, I had a credit line of $70,000 and, and had this credit card for 29 years. And, uh, and I thought, well, I pay it off every month. But I didn't know about the 30% thing, one thing. So I just allowed, you know, uh, to mount up until it's time to pay it, and then I pay it off. Well, I wasn't doing it right because I didn't know at the time. But now I do know. So uh, anyway, I got, uh, if you pay them all on time, that's good. Good to have a good credit score, keeps your interest rates low on other things in the future. It's better to be able to uh, borrow at low rates, but it's best not to need a credit card at all, of course. Now, here's that uh, source of information. This is called CreditWise. CreditWise, two different words. It will help you build your credit score. It's actually created by a Capital One credit card company, but you don't have to have one of their cards to use it, and it's free of charge. It is free, and it tells you what you specifically need to do to increase your credit score, and it's very, very helpful. If you use credit cards, try, to, try your best not to carry a balance. This is the most expensive form of a loan there is. It costs you a lot of money over time. Sometimes you think, okay, I just got that you know, item and put it on my credit card, and it's like out of sight, out of mind. It's not. It's charging you while you sleep. <laughs> there are many cards available that offer no annual fees, cash back, like 1% is average, 1.5% is good, 2% is even better. And there's plenty of them out there that do that. Some will have 3% or 4% only on a certain items like, like dining or groceries or gasoline, things like that. So check out what maybe it's best for you if, you, if you're getting one of those. But be responsible. I sure I, I make, make, uh, must say that. There are services that will rank the credit cards out there by category. If you want, in other words, if you want cash back rewards or if you want airline miles or no annual fees or a, a, a lump sum cash back at the beginning, uh, then there, you can rank them for you, and you can just kind of pick and choose whichever one fits your needs. If you cannot pay the credit card balance in full each month, then you should try your best not to have them. So I'll just make sure I'm clear on that. You also, if by chance you've already got a big credit card balance, maybe on more than one card, and I know some people like that, you can do some things to, to pay off those 20% interest rates with something that's much lower. Like if you own a home, for example, and you have some equity or value in the home, you can refinance your home with low interest rates right now, free up that cash and pay off that credit card balance that's charging you 20%. You might be able to get a 4% loan on your home and you're paying off 20%, plus the interest you pay on your home is tax deductible. So you're benefiting in a couple of different ways there. Now, here's what I don't want you to do is... is refinance it, pay off the credit cards, and then run the credit cards back up. <laughs> Make sure we, we don't do that. We're just taking steps and using wisdom on eliminating high interest rates. God, God told me to take his, help it, take his people out of debt, particularly high interest rates or consumer debt, and become debt-free in those areas. Thank you for joining me today. 
I pray that wisdom will be in every decision you make and that God's goodness and blessing will be released into your life.